I'll be talking today on what I titled the principles of soul winning. What I said, principles of what? Soul winning. In Proverbs eleven thirty, the scripture says, He that winneth his soul is wise. He that winneth souls what? Is wise. He that winneth souls is what? Is wise. In the book of Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, the Bible says, As many that turn men unto righteousness, said, they shall shine. They shall shine like what? The sky and like the stars of heaven. Meaning God is saying as many that turn men unto righteousness. The reason why you are not shining because you refuse to go forth. For me, I don't know about you, but I'm an apostle to all nations. I come from Nigeria, but God brought me to this country. Don't you see that? That is God who has strategically brought me to the land for somebody like you, for some people like you, and you know I have affected lives. Even those who are not even here, even though they are worshiping elsewhere, I have affected lives. Am I communicating to somebody? I put your hands together for that. Hallelujah. Even if you don't appreciate that, hallelujah. Me and Pastor, on Wednesday, we went to a place. Pastor can testify. That was yes, dude, Wednesday, right? And I met a pastor. This pastor I've seen him, I don't know, I can't remember, eight years, ten years. And we met. He looked at me and said, Sir, ask him. You see, your testimony is outstanding. Even though I am pastor in this church, but pastors, I'll tell you, your testimony within us has been outstanding. And we thank God for your life. Am I speaking to somebody? See, the reason why he says so, I don't know, I've not been here, seen me for long. But why am I talking to everybody? If you turn men to righteousness, you shall shine for God. I say you shall shine for God. Now, James chapter 5, verse 20. What does he say? What did he say? James chapter 5, verse 20. Whoever turns a sinner, okay, take it that way. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way, we save him from death and cover what? A multitude of sin. Whoever, who is whoever, whoever. Are you one of them? Will you turn somebody today? He said, whoever turns what? A sinner from the error. Means, brother, there are sinners, but you need to go out there. I say, you need to what? Go out there. And turn them. And speak the mind of God to them. Whoever turns a sinner from his error, will save him from death. And cover what? Multitude of sin. Verse 19 before this. Verse 19. My brothers. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. What he says? Read it again. Say, my brothers. Talk to Sarah. Say, my sister. If it's your brother or sister, left or right. Come on, preach, preach. Come on, say, preach. Come on, say, point to the person. Say, my sister or my brothers. If any one of you, sorry, should wander from the truth and someone should bring him back, that is it. Someone should bring him what? Back. So there are people that are wandering because of error. There's so much error in the body of Christ now. Some people... They preach the message of grace. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? For them, it's permanent. There is no sin confession. Amen. You have confessed. That stands it forever. There's no need of failing. There's no need of that you commit sin anymore. Am I communicating to somebody? Brother, be careful of what you hear today. There are so many prophets that sometimes I don't even understand them anymore. A prophet is standing on top of the people and preaching. What nonsense is that? A prophet is telling his people, anointing them with some stupid areas. Where it is, a pastor was arrested in Nigeria for recent because he anointed a woman's breast. Why will you go there? There is no place to walk. Is there no place that you can pour anointing except the breast? So much errors. And people have found those errors. Shout a louder, amen. Now I'm just giving just an example. There are so many of them, so I don't want to talk about it. i just give the example of that. But what am I trying to say? Say, thank you for putting them together. Someone should bring him back. Somebody say, you are expected to bring somebody back. Tell somebody to bring somebody back. Mission work is to bring someone back. Bring that sister. You know, some of us, when our sisters or brothers backslide, hey, some people will be happy. Can you imagine? You are supposed, anytime the church starts taking backslider lightly, the church is dying. Anytime you don't bother about any sister that backslided and you are happy my friend i am sorry for you we are supposed to cry we are supposed to wish we are supposed to bring them back 
don't let them go. The world has offered too many things. But brother, we need to do something. Tell them, say, do something. Come on, say, do something. Hallelujah. So our job is to preach. Our job is to do the mission work. I've spent some few minutes, which I'm not supposed to. Now let's go further beyond that, please, because I have a lot to do by this grace of God. Now you will understand with me that John's first assignment in Matthew chapter 3, verse 21, we can say, sorry, Matthew 3, 1 to 1, 1 verse 1 to 2, sorry. Matthew 3, his first assignment, John came to the sea. But you see his first assignment. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judah. And saying, what was he saying? What was he saying? Repent. Why? For the kingdom of God is what? Of heaven is what? Is at hand. Repent. His first assignment was what? Repent. Brother, your first assignment is to tell people to repent. His first assignment, that's Jesus' first assignment also, is the same place in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. Can we go there quickly? Jesus' first assignment. First assignment. Let's see the first assignment again. Is there? From the time Jesus began to preach, what did he say again? What did he say again? Help me. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. First assignment. Can I ask you, what is your first assignment? What is your first assignment? Most of us are saved. But not our first assignment. Our first assignment is to preach to others. Our first assignment is to tell others. Our first assignment is to bring souls for the kingdom of God. For all have seen and conscious of the glory of God. For our righteousness are like fifty rags before the praises of God. In Matthew four nineteen, after Jesus spoke, He said, "Follow me, and I will make you what fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you what fishers of men. Brother, you are expected to fish men." You are a, and a woman, you are expected also to fish what other women. Am I communicating? We are expected to fish people. May I ask you one simple question? How many fish you have caught this year? Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Speak to your people once again. For in Jesus' name. Thank you. Please appreciate choir for a wonderful time. By the grace of God, we have been on kingdom expansion. And this week has been called the mission week. Today we must understand that Christianity is all about mission. And I remember the first message, we talked about Jesus' mission statement is our mission statement. Because he has made a mission statement for the entire church, we ought to follow the same statements. And the statement is very clear in the book of Matthew chapter 28. We are made to understand, say, go thereof. So everybody is expected to go. Can I hear the word go? Come on, tell me say go. Am I communicating what? Go. When you reach the book of Matthew, clearly is there. Go, dear up. What did you say? What did he say? Go, what? Dear up. Tell neighbors, say go. Uh -huh. Are you going? Tell neighbors, are you going? That's the problem. Go. So the question is that when you are born again, there is a mission that you have to do. It's not to sit down. Your mission is to go. What I say? Come on, what's your mission? What is your mission? Brethren, listen to me. You are not called to sit down. You are called to go thereof and do what? The Bible says, teach what? All nations. All, not one nation. What did he say? Help me. What did he say? All nations. Do not restrict yourself. I'm so shocked in the church today that believers have formed a clique. It's, the church has become tribalized. What I said. The church has become what? Tribalized and community-based. I was going with someone and he was telling me something. He said, ah, 
All the people from their community now, they are worshipping. They have left other churches and they are worshipping there because their pastor comes from that community. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is somebody heard what I'm talking about? Everyone now is going to come to... This is not the mission not only to stay there because somebody comes from my place. Because of that is not the business. I'm here for the business of the kingdom. If it's the people that come from here, I might have so many 90% of the church is Kenyans. It is God that has called us. And we have to go beyond tribe. I thought I can hear louder. Amen. I was talking with my wife and somebody met us and said, for 10 years or 15 years, this man knew me. He said, I thought, I, I thought you are a Kenyan. You know why he said, I'm, I thought I'm a Kenyan? Because the church has Kenyans. See how people's mentality. Praise God. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? People feel that every church may we say a particular club or whatever trouble that means. You know what I mean? They belong to. That's not. The word is what? Help me out again. Help me out again. Go there and teach what? All nations. Brother, God can send you to China. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said God can send you to any locality. Am I communicating to somebody? The mission work is anywhere, any place on the face of the earth. Even the Atlantica. Well, it's very cold. If God sends you to Atlantica, he knows that you'll survive. <laughs> he knows you will survive. No matter how minus is the temperature, you will survive. Am I communicating to somebody? But today, what is happening? We are not doing mission anymore. No more mission. The church has resented itself to a place of having only for themselves, for their life, they are contented, going in and coming out. I'll be talking today on what I titled the principles of soul winning. What I said, principles of what? So winning. In Proverbs eleven thirty, the scripture says, He that winneth his soul is wise. He that winneth souls what? Is wise. He that winneth souls is what? Is wise. In the book of Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, the Bible says, As many that turn men unto righteousness, said, they shall shine. They shall shine like what? The sky. And like the stars of heaven. Meaning God is saying as many that turn men unto righteousness. The reason why you are not shining because you refuse to go forth. For me, I don't know about you, but I'm an apostle to all nations. I come from Nigeria, but God brought me to this country. Don't you see that? That is God who has strategically brought me to the land for somebody like you, for some people like you, and you know I have affected lives. Even those who are not even here, even though they are worshiping elsewhere, I have affected lives. Am I communicating to somebody? I put your hands together for that. Hallelujah. Even if you don't appreciate that, hallelujah. Me and Pastor, on Wednesday, we went to a place. Pastor can testify. That was yesterday, Wednesday, right? And I met a pastor. This pastor I've seen him, I don't know, I can't remember, eight years, ten years. And we met. He looked at me and said, sir, ask him. You see, your testimony is outstanding. Even though I am pastor in this church, but pastors, I'll tell you, your testimony within us has been outstanding. And we thank God for your life. Am I speaking to somebody? See, the reason why he says so, I don't know, I'm not here, he has seen me for long. But why am I talking to everybody? If you turn men to righteousness, you shall shine for God. I say you shall shine for God. Now, James chapter 5 verse 20, what does he say? What did he say? James chapter 5 verse 20. He said, whoever, whoever turns a man from a wandering soul, whoever saves a wandering soul, whoever says what? I'm just trying to prioritize it. Amen. So, okay, right? King James says conversion. All right. NIV, can you help me out? Amen. Thank you. Whoever turns a sinner, okay, take it that way. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way, we save him from death and cover what? A multitude of sin. Whoever. Who is whoever? Whoever. Are you one of them? Will you turn somebody today? He said, whoever turns what? A sinner from the error. Means, brother, there are sinners, but you need to go out there. I say, you need to what? Go out there. And turn them and speak the mind of God to them. Whoever turns a sinner from his error will save him from death and cover what multitude of sin. Verse 19 before this. Verse 19. My brothers. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. 
What he says? Read it again. Say, my brothers. Talk to Sarah. Say, my sister. If it's your brother or sister, left or right. Come on, preach, preach. Come on, say, preach. Come on, say, point to the person. Say, my sister or my brothers. Look at here. Say, my brothers. If, if, if any of you, if you, you can say, if you, should, should, should wonder, sorry, if anyone should, sorry, if any one of you, sorry, should wonder from the truth, and someone should bring him back, that is it. Someone should bring him what? Back. So there are people that are wandering because of error. There's so much error in the body of Christ now. Some people, they preach the message of grace. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? For them, it's permanent. There's no sin confession. Amen. You have confessed. That stands it forever. There's no need of failing. There's no need of that you commit sin anymore. Am I communicating to somebody? Brother, be careful of what you hear today. There are so many prophets that sometimes I don't even understand them anymore. A prophet is standing on top of the people and preaching. What nonsense is that? A prophet is telling his people, anointing them with some stupid areas. Where it is, a pastor was arrested in Nigeria of recent because he anointed a woman's breast. Why would you go there? There is no place to walk. Is there no place that you can pour anointing except the breast? So much errors. And people have found those errors. Shout a louder, amen. Now I'm just giving just an example. There are so many of them, so I don't want to talk about it. just give the example of that. But what am I trying to say? Say, thank you for putting them together. Someone should bring him back. Somebody say, you are expected to bring somebody back. Tell us what to bring somebody back. Mission work is to bring someone back. Bring that sister. You know, some of us, when our sisters or brothers backslide, hey, some people will be happy. Can you imagine? You are supposed, anytime the church starts taking backsliders lightly, the church is dying. Anytime you don't bother about any sister, that backslided and you are happy. My friend, I am sorry for you. We are supposed to cry. We are supposed to weep. We are supposed to bring them back. Don't let them go. The world has offered too many things. But brother, we need to do something. Tell them, say, do something. Come on, say, do something. Hallelujah. So our job is to preach. Our job is to do the mission work. I've spent some few minutes, which I'm not supposed to. Now, let's go further beyond that, please, because I have a lot to do by this grace of God. Now, you will understand with me that John's first assignment in Matthew chapter 3, verse 21, we can uh, sorry, Matthew 3, 1 to 1, 1, verse 1 to 2, sorry. Matthew 3, his first assignment, John came to the scene. But you see his first assignment. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judah. And saying, what was he saying? What was he saying? Repent. Why? For the kingdom of God is what? Of heaven is what? Is at hand. Repent. His first assignment was what? Repent. Brother, your first assignment is to tell people to repent. His first assignment. Let's see Jesus' first assignment also. It's the same place in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. Can we go there quickly? Jesus' first assignment. First assignment. Let's see the first assignment again. Is there? From the time Jesus began to preach. What did he say again? What did he say again? Help me. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. First assignment. Can I ask you, what is your first assignment? What is your first assignment? Most of us are saved. But not our first assignment. Our first assignment is to preach to others. Our first assignment is to tell others. Our first assignment is to bring souls for the kingdom of God. For all have seen and conscious of the glory of God. For our righteousness are like 50 rags before the presence of God. Brother, let me tell somebody here. Everybody needs something. Am I communicating to somebody? You may have money, but you may not have Jesus. And you may have everything in life and the riches and the weight of life. But one thing, the Bible says, what does it profit a man? If you game the whole world and lose your soul. Something, somebody needs something. Tell somebody, somebody needs something. Come on, say somebody needs something. And that person is Jesus. Hallelujah. Introduce Jesus to them. Now, what was the first assignment of the disciples? You can get that. All right. In Matthew 4, 19, after Jesus spoke, he said, follow me 
and I will make you what? Fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you what? Fishers of men. Brother, you are expected to fish men. You are, and a woman, you are expected also to fish what? Other women. Am I communicating? We are expected to fish people. May I ask you one simple question? How many fish you have caught this year? How many have you fished to Christ since last year? I ask you a simple question. How many have you come to preach the gospel to? How many have you brought to church? My friend, this kingdom is not for you alone. Our first prayer today, this morning, was entire household, we are saved. Lydia and the entire household were saved. The jailer, the Philip, his entire household was, was saved. We are becoming too selfish. And nobody cares anymore. He said, we make you fishers of men. And no wonder, Acts of Apostles, let's go there again, the disciples. Acts of Apostles chapter 1 verse 8. He says, after the Holy Ghost has come upon them, is there. Pray my Amen. Amen. Am I speaking with you, everybody? For you shall receive the Holy Ghost. God come upon you. You shall be what? Witnesses unto me. But where? Where? In Jerusalem, right? Jerusalem is your locality. Hallelujah. Where is where? Your locality. Your family. Your friends. Your household. Jerusalem. Ten of us say Jerusalem. Have you witnessed your Jerusalem? Ten of us. Have you witnessed your Jerusalem? Oh, nobody wants to hear anymore. It is good for people in Jerusalem to be saved. And not only that, apart from Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, then you hear that again. Automost part of it. So you are saved to go ahead and do great things. Now you will be with me in Acts of, Acts of Apostles chapter 2 verse 41. After this message and the power of God came upon them, the Bible talks about Peter stood. And after preaching, Acts of Apostles chapter 2 verse, please be ready to be writing. Amen. It's all about Bible, so don't wait me. I may not have one today. You have to write as much as you can. Somebody hearing what I'm talking about? In Acts of Apostles chapter 2 verse 41, he might just flash it there. But you will understand that after Peter has received the power, he preached the word. How many souls were saved? 3,000 souls. Acts 2.41, 3,000 souls. Acts 2.47, the Bible says he added to the church daily as that which was saved. In Acts chapter 5, verse 4, it says 5,000 souls. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? As somebody with me in the house. You can imagine the church moved from just May 120 into a 3,000. From a 3,000, it became a daily activity. From a daily activity, the church moved into multiplication. Am I speaking to somebody? Not only that. Acts 4.4, 4, it said 5,000. And Acts 5.14, it said multitudes were added. Now, Acts 6 verse 7, help me out. Acts 6 verse 7. What did he say? Now, in Acts 2.41, the Bible said 3,000. 2.47, it was adding daily. Acts 4.4, 4, the Bible said 5,000. In Acts chapter 5, 5, verse 4, the Bible said they multiply. In Acts chapter 6, hear this one now. Hear what it says, verse 7 says, And the word of God increased, and the number of disciples, what? Multiplied in Jerusalem, what? Now, it moved from 3 to 5. Amen. Now, to multiples and from multiple to what? Greatly. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. So you are not expected to be stagnant. The church is not expected to be stagnant. When the church is stagnant, it means there is no evangelism. When the church is stagnant, because there are no missions. When the church is stagnant, nobody goes out anymore. Everybody's contented with it. But in the days of old, they were not contented. They were moving, and the church was increasing. The Bible said, and increased greatly. May this ministry increase greatly. May your life increase greatly. Now, if you go further, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, I've read that already. God, therefore, make disciples. Now, that was for the end-time disciples. Number four, it was for what? End time disciples. 
Number one, the first assignment is John. The second was Jesus. The third was disciples. And the fourth assignment was the end-time disciples. And the end-time disciple is me and you. It's me and you. We have read it. Acts chapter, please, can you help me read Acts 8 verse 4? Acts 8 verse 4. Quickly. I'm going to put some things. Ha, I love this. I love this. Tell them I love this. Now, what did he say? Help me out. Read it. What did he say? Therefore, they were scattered. They were scattered in their village, in their community, in their own nation. Where, where are they scattered? Where are they scattered? You don't know yourself. The reason why God brought you is scatter you in abroad. Are you in your community now? Where are you now? Help me. Where are you now? Abroad. And abroad is where? Qatar. Am I communicating? You remember some years back, it was not easy. But God, through this government, made it easy for the church to come here. What does that mean? Because God has brought you into this land for a purpose. My brother, you are positioned for a purpose. My sister, you are positioned for a purpose. You that is working, you are there for a purpose. I don't know you are... You are calling, but wherever you are there, that is where your calling is. There are workers with you that does not know Christ. You are on abroad in order to bring them to Christ. Some of us, we have various areas we are working. What do you do? What do you do? They went everywhere preaching the word. Now, number one, principles of soul winning. Number one, John chapter 4. And we have read it, but we are starting from verse 27 to 28. So, number one, in the story we are told of a woman, thank you. Number one, you must have burden for souls. What did I say? Number one, what do you have? Burden for souls. Burden for evangelism. You must have that kind of burden. Every mission can, can only be accomplished if you have a burden. You can change something when you have a burden. Am I communicating? That's the only way. And the burden here could be passion. Am I speaking to me? It could be what? Passion. You can put it as a passion. The reason is so clear. You must have that burden to see. Say, this sister, the way it's going, I don't like it. This is my family brother, the way it's going, I don't like it. This is my friend, the way it's going, I don't like it. This one doesn't know Christ, I don't like it. I need to have a burden. I need to minister to her, either by my character or by my attitude or by my way. I need to do something for her or else we go to her. My brother, listen to me. There are so many people in our book as a family. We are praying daily on a daily basis, asking that God will touch them. You must have a burden. Jesus Spoke and had a burden in the book of John chapter 44 verse 27 to 38. The story tells us about that woman that is by the well side, the Samaritan woman. Jesus was hungry. You read it already. From verses 1 to 20, 20 to 38 which we read. Jesus was hungry. But yet the disciples went and instead of him, most of us, when we are hungry and we miss somebody, we are only trying something else. And Jesus asked the woman, can you give me water to draw so that I can drink? There was a burden in him. Despite his hunger, he had a burden for this woman to be saved. He was hungry physically, but he had a burden for this woman. Because this woman came to fetch water by 12, mid, mid 12 in the afternoon. And you know what I said? When I was reading that scripture, I was laughing. You know why I was laughing? This woman is a lazy woman. I come from a locality whereby people go in the morning to draw water. They don't go in the afternoon to draw water. <laughs> How many of us know what I'm talking about? You know, in the some community, you have stream, right? In the stream. Do you go in the morning or do you go in the afternoon? What do you go? You go in the morning or in the evening, right or not? They all go together. But this woman came by 12. Means she has slept. She's so relaxed. <laughs> a lazy woman, no wonder. <laughs> the Bible was asking, you have five husbands. Even the one you are saying is not your husband. That shows the kind of woman she was. <laughs> but you know what? The afternoon was for a purpose. Everything God is doing. When you come in contact with, you know, when I was, one time I was traveling and I met a man on the plane. And by the time we are talking, I began to introduce Christ to you. You know, there are some things you come in a place. Don't play with it. There's somebody near you there needs Jesus Christ. And he spoke to the woman. 
Hallelujah. There was a burden for him. And he began to speak to the woman and talked about it. And the woman said, ah, you don't have anything. Praise God. Say, you are a Jew. I am a Samaritan. How can I give you water? Hey, we two of us does not match. Can I hear the word? Amen. You know, that's the problem we have. We don't match. This is my level. This is your level. When it comes to God, whether it's a Greek or Jew or barbarian, we are all one. What I say, we are all. Jesus gave us an example here. Break through this barrier, gentlemen. We have a problem. Break this barrier. We have an issue. Racial barrier, gender barrier, economic barrier. Let's break it. Jesus broke it up and said, Woman, that is not the issue here right now. Amen. And then come the story. Go home and read it. But I'm trying to say you must have a body. Tell me you must have a body. I'm going to say you must have a body. And then if you see that Jesus was talking something so specific, that is 31 verse 34. He's talking about, you know, the disciples came, and behold, they saw him talking with a woman. Ah, huh? Jesus talking with a woman. Perception. Can I hear the word perception? You know, everybody now, if you see a brother talking to a sister, I say, ah, they are friends. Mm. Oh, they are going out. If not, why is he always with that brother? Or is that brother that sister? Hey, my friend, what is wrong with you? You always have a negative perception. Can't you have a positive one once? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the disciples were, ah, what is this guy? With a woman. And you can imagine preaching to what? To a woman. Ah, Jesus told them, you, ha- you have a problem. Can you help us read that one, please? That one, that quickly. 431. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed and said, Master, eat. What did he say? Go ahead. But he said today, I have a meat to eat that you don't know not of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Therefore, the disciples want to know, had anyone brought him something to eat? Go quickly. Jesus said to them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and finishes. Brother, let me tell you, you must have a body. Jesus, instead of who was hungry, supposed to eat, he said, no, it is not the time for food. I have another food. I can suspend this other one. I'm hungry, but I have to feed. I have to do something for the kingdom. A man with burden is ready to go at all times. He's ready to win a soul for Christ. May you go beyond your level in the mighty name of Jesus. May you go beyond your comfort zone. I say, may you go beyond your comfort zone. I say, may you go beyond your comfort zone. Can I hear louder? Amen. No wonder people, people like John Knox says, in, in their burden. They say, give me Scotland or else I die. He said, give me Scotland or else I die. No wonder people like uh, what fight says. What for says something. He says, he says, Lord, give me souls or take my soul. He said, give me souls or take my soul. Men that we are burdened. And Moses said, Lord, it is ready. If you cannot save this people, blot my name out. How many times will you rise up and say, Lord, you need to save my father. You need to save my mother. You need to save my friend. God, you need to touch them. There's no more cry. There's no more weeping. Even today's church, how many people do all tackle? In today's church, what is the message we are hearing? Am I speaking to somebody in the heart? It is not about the message for the passion of souls anymore. Nothing to advance the kingdom. It's not about kingdom expansion anymore. It's about someone. It's, you know it has come to a point. Even where somehow we are not preaching to the unbeliever. We are even preaching to church members. Means today I will go to another church and drag them to our church. I go to another church. And this is my born again. Hello. The purpose of the church is to reach the unrich. You don't hear what I'm talking about. To reach what? The unrich. That's what we're supposed to do. Stop dragging people from other places and other churches. It's not about that. Am I communicating to somebody in the house? We must go out there and declare the counsel of God to our parents who have not known Christ. Do you know that? I told you that some of you who have not done the percentage of Doha, I have done the percentage of Doha. Praise God. You know it, I have preached it so many times here. I preached it so many times. I went to Google and I want to know how many percentages of people and every tribe in the place and the other countries, how many Indians are here, how many Sri Lankans are here, how many Filipinos are here, how many Nigerians and Kenyans are in the land. I've done that. Brother, if we can win only 10%, this place will not contain us. There's so many unbelievers than believers. Where's the body anymore? Number two. Because of time? Because of time. 
Be, be bold and what? Is there, right? Be bold and what? Be courageous. Do you know what Jesus did? The same John chapter 4, verse 25 to 26. Help me. Let's go there. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Go ahead. Jesus said to her, I that speak unto thee. What happened? Why that speak unto you? And where? I am he. Am I communicating? Now, the woman was looking and said, we know when the Messiah comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said, woman, there's no need to waste my time. I don't have to waste my time. I don't have to tell you my CVs. I know some of us will have problems when we want to preach. Make it simple. I am he. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? It's Jesus. I am. Woman, this is me. That's the man you have been looking for. I need to tell you, this is me. No other person. Hallelujah. Thank you. He said, I was preaching to you. And Jesus is like, I will speak to you. I am he. I am this one. The disciples could only affect lies because they were bold enough. When they saw the boldness of Peter, Acts of Apostles chapter 3, I think that's where it is. Three or four, right? Or four verse 13. Can you help me with that? Acts of Apostles 4, 13. Yeah. Thank you. And when they saw the boldness of Peter, did you see that? Peter and who? And John. When they saw their boldness, brother, you cannot evangelize it, but you need to be bold. And be courageous. Tell us to be bold and be courageous. Because sometimes you will ask yourself, ah, if I go, what will he say? <laughs> Let me tell you the truth. In those days when we go out for evangelism, we go two by, two by, two. And when you see some people, you see their eyes, boy, oh boy. You will say, should I talk to this one? Hallelujah. Am I complicated to somebody? Sometimes I'm telling you, will I talk to this one? But sometimes you ask, oh, Holy Ghost, help me. By the time you open your mouth, you say, eh, I know you people. What are you coming here to do? Shout it louder. You know, some people have this resistance. Once you come to them, but brother, be courageous. Come on, tell somebody, say, be courageous. I say, be bold. Don't I tell them, say, hey, what are you coming to you? I see you the other day. Brother, what I say? You saw me the other day? No problem. Is there anyone that is without sin? Am I speaking to somebody? Am I communicating to somebody? Yes, I was with sin, but Jesus has saved me. No, but I saw you with other boy that day. Ah, what were you doing with that boy? Brother, it's Jesus you need. Whatever they are trying to drag you, tell them it's all about Jesus. Oh, is somebody not here what I'm talking about? If you go further in the scripture there, in order to talk about boldness, in Acts of Apostles, chapter 9, verse 27, the Bible spoke about the boldness of, of Paul and Barnabas. They were so bold. In Acts, of, uh, chapter, Acts chapter 18, verse 26, the Bible talks about a man called Apollos. The Bible says he was so bold. You can see it. He declared that I see the Lord, and they had spoken to him how, how he had preached boldly at Damascus. And he began to speak what? Bodily in the synagogue. So tell your neighbor, say you must be bold. Come on, say you must be bold. One of the problems I had when I came into the ministry, I'm talking about myself, I had that aspect. Hello. Tell your neighbor, say you must be bold. You must be bold. You must be Is it easy to stand here? Tell me. Let me ask you a question. Even to come and preach, is it easy? I was going to up because of time. It's not easy. And I was very shy. Hallelujah. Can I hear? If you look at me now, you think I'm shy? No. My God, my eyes look like any other thing. With this glass, I can see everybody. That's how some people say, ah, Pastor, how did you know? I said, for two weeks, you didn't come to church. Say, Shout a louder, amen. But I, those days, when I became born again, I cannot even look at anybody. Talk. I was so shy. To look at a woman, that was an old story. Praise the Lord, somebody. Yes! But the only way God can deal with me is to change that aspect of me. And that's why today I can look at you from top to down. I can even describe you. Shut up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody? Boldness is required. Without boldness, I can't stand. People will know more. Boldness in declaring the council. When they were clean Christians, ask people. People like us, no. We didn't give in. We didn't give up. Am I speaking to somebody? We guided the church. We were the one that put the, the, the youth to ensure that nothing happened to the churches back in, in, in Cano those days. Boldness. We were willing to die for the cross of the cross. Shout a louder, amen. Number three. Make the message simple. Make it what? 
Tell them, I say, simple, 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 clear. I will run away, please. Make the message what? Simple. Make it simple, louder and clear. In John chapter 4, verse 29, the woman said, come and see. Hallelujah. You can pro- progress that, please. Project that quickly. Let them see. Is there already? I love you. God bless you. Come and see a man which told me all things. What was the message? Come on, what was the message? Help me. What was the message? Come and see. The woman was what? She became born again, and she went straight to the people and said, Come. See, that time you cannot ask her to quote John 3.16. Shout <laughs> louder, amen. You cannot ask her. She just said, Come and see. Brother, don't complicate the message. Tell her, don't complicate the message. Tell your neighbor, don't complicate the message. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Because we have a problem. The church likes complicating things. John chapter 1 verse 46. And the Bible said, and tell, 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 say to, to, said, Come. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He said, let's come and see. What did he say? What? Come and see. What is it? Philip said unto him, Come and see. Tell your simple message. Start complicating and speaking grammar. You know, on that day, the things that the Christ Jesus, uh, they subsecated, the powerful, the unsung, the glorious. Uh, make this in simple. Repent. <laughs> Shout aloud, amen. For Jesus loves you so. He loves you. Am I communicating to somebody? Stop all this grammar. Let's make it simple. Do you know one thing that maybe they don't know? In the book of Second Kings, I can tell you the story of a lady. She was a maid, that small girl. He said, if only my Lord could... That is 2 Kings chapter 5, I think from verse 33, is it there? Right? Thank you. And Jesus said unto her mistress, would God, my Lord, we are with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would have recovered of his what? Of his what? Of his leprosy. The girl, the small girl, just preached that message. That is all! A whole mighty captain. Just one message. That saved Neman. Am I communicating? Who was a leper? Brother, there are leprosy out there. Leprosy of sin. Leprosy of various failures. Leprosy men out there that are sinful. They are committing all manner of things. But brother, we can speak a simple message to the glory of God. Number four, be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. What I say? Be what? Number four, what I say? Be sensitive what? To the Holy Ghost. You have to be sensitive. Brother, without sensitivity, you cannot accomplish anything. The reasons why in Acts of Apostles chapter 6, that Paul succeeded because there was a Macedonia call. There was a Macedonia call. And Paul has to, he had the word. He said, please do not go anywhere. Stay with us. Because the Holy Ghost spoke. And he could win souls in that place. In Acts 6, verse 6 to 9, we are told to understand that the Lord opened the heart of Lydia. Why? It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost. In Acts chapter 8, verse 26, Philip and the Ethiopian Enoch, the Bible said, Now, and the angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go towards south, to the road that goes down to Jerusalem. This is a desert place. And do you know he heard the voice? And Philip went, and the Ethiopian Enoch was saved. May you be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you are moving, and the Holy Ghost says, Please open your mouth. And the Holy Ghost says, Do something. Amen. Do you know your, even your character alone? And God will say, okay, stop this thing. When somebody says, okay, give that woman something. Oh, bless this woman. Sometimes I've seen where a lady was trying to win a woman in their compound those days. And, and what she does is that the woman, each time she comes to the Bible, it's a problem. And so the lady, what it is that? If you cook food, it will serve the woman. Hallelujah. If you have something special, it will give to the woman. And so the one day the woman said, please, which church do you go? Acts of kindness. Number five, love and compassion. Love and what? And compassion. Jesus showed that compassion. And number six, because of time, love and what? And compassion. Jesus had compassion on the people. Acts of I mean, Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. It was compassion that drove him to feed the people, the 4,000 and the 5,000. Brother, you cannot witness without love. David Livingstone went to Africa because of what? Because of love and compassion for Africa. He suffered even before he could. The Bible made us even the lion, the lion, one of the days, one of his legs was torn by lion. Yes, even became paralyzed. Yet today, the gospel has been preached in Africa because somebody had love and compassion for Africa. Am I communicating to somebody? Brother, you must show love and compassion. And number six, what is that? What did he say? Use what? 
Come on, what did he say? What did he say? Use your resources. If, and we are made to understand in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. There's no time to read it there. But Paul was speaking. He said, Paul, I Paul planted Apollos water. But God gave it what? The increase. Brother, it cannot be only one person. We can't do this alone. You must learn to plant. Tell them, I say, you must learn to plant. Amen. Okay, can you just open that scripture quickly? There's a few things I want to put together and then we go today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm speaking to somebody today. You'll be blessed in the name of Jesus. All right, are we there? I have planted. And who waters? I have planted and Apollos what? Water. Who does the increase? So it takes one, any other person. You are there for a purpose. I am here for a purpose. So please do your work. Tell them to do your work. Come on, so use your resources. Maybe you are the one planting, but I could be the one watering. Am I speaking to somebody? So we have to use what? Our resources. Say, are you using your resources for the gospel? Louder. Say, are you using your resources for the gospel? Now, let's look at the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 4 to 7, and I'm going to about to close in that place. I'm trying to put all this together to the glory of his name as I round up. But you will understand with me. Hallelujah. All right, are we there? Luke 7. I don't know if it's there for the fight, yes. All right, okay. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him saying that he was worthy of whom he should do this. This was a man whose side and servant was sick, but because he was a centurion. Okay, let's finish it, please. Yeah. For he loved our nation and he has built us a synagogue. He loved our nation. He has built us what? A synagogue. That was a centurion. Go ahead, quickly. I'll finish there, please. Oh God. And Jesus went with them. And when he was not far off from the house, the centurion sent for his friend, saying, See unto the Lord, trouble not thyself. I'm not worthy that they should enter. What am I trying to say? Tell your neighbor, say, use your resources. Come on, say, use your resources. Brother, we are not decent. Everybody has a gifting. Everybody has a talent. Everybody has something in the body of Christ you can use to expand the kingdom. You may not be here. You may not be going for mission. There are no more people who are crying out for mission. But there are people who still want to do mission work. There are people who want to go and pastor churches. There are people who still who want to do something for the kingdom. You may not have the voice. You may not have the talent of preaching. But brother, God must have blessed you with something. You need to support this world. Because in supporting the world, you are doing something for the kingdom. Am I communicating to you? You are doing what? Something for the kingdom. Jesus was speaking in the same book of Luke. He said, you went into the field. In that field, people have planted, but you came and reaped out of it. So there must be a planting, there must be a reaping. That the two shall be one together. Brother, am I communicating to somebody? That two of us shall be one together. I don't know why we could be selfish for the kingdom work. We have come to this place in order to do the kingdom work. And please, let's use our resources. Can I hear louder? Amen. Can I hear glorious? Amen. Yeah, you can ask me, Pastor, what am I talking about? Even the people who are coming to church, we pay with buses. Every bus is about 300. Am I correct? How many of us in this church last year till last year, you have never even sacrificed and said, look, today I will pay for one bus. I will take up care of the transport. Do you know what you are doing? You are taking care of the transport and bringing people to church. Why one day you cannot say, this Friday I will take care of the transportation? We have two buses running. Before it was five buses. Some of us, when we started the last year, we, some of us sacrificed to make sure we have buses for the first one month without asking the church. What are we doing, brethren? You can't even do that? As a ministry, you think it's easy? Hallelujah. How much we paid for churches back in Nigeria? How much we pay for the pastor's houses? How much we pay for the churches? And Abuja alone, the rent alone costs us about 3500 The pastors alone, house alone, by the time you put today, together we paid not less than 5000 annually. We're not even talking of Makodi. How much we pay Makodi also? It's almost the same equivalent. How much we pay for the branch in two canals? How much? Our pastors, we give them allowance. But how many times any of us have counted? One, one year for... For some years, I was doing that consistently from my, my salary. I have roofed the entire church. 
A man built a church, a centurion. You think you cannot use your resources to build a church? Even here, how much we pay for Anglicans? Why can't you say no this month? Or even if you cannot pay off for 300, you can say, please, two or three of us, let's do something for the kingdom. It's about the kingdom expansion. It's God's work. Use your resources. You will be rewarded. And I'm telling you, whatever you give for the kingdom, he said, I will never forget the labor of your love. You must be rewarded. You must be rewarded. How many of you know that maybe my pastor stays in a rental property, which I do not tell the pastors, it's my property, and I have to put them there. It's for rent, but I have to put my pastors. What do I tell you? No. Others. Gentlemen, we must be ready. If, how many of you know that we are doing transportation also in, Mac, in Nigeria, paying bus services? You don't know. Praise God. But I, but I can't come all this to you. You have to realize and say, Daddy, sow a seed for this work. Even if you don't have, we use it properly. Shout it louder. Amen. I may announce to everyone, I've never taken your dime. God bless you. Rise up. I know. I'm taking your time, but I know the Lord will bless you. <laughs> Shout it louder. Amen. Shout aloud, amen. My understanding is that I had supposed to have stopped by 10.10, but I took more of that because um, these are things that are required for our time to move forward. Father, we thank you. How many of us say, God, use me right now? Just say, Lord, help me. Just use me. I'm weak. I'm just weak. Just use me right now. Just pray for that prayer right now. Pray that prayer with me right now. In the name of Jesus, pray that prayer with me right now. Say, God, use me. God, just use me. I can't do more. Just use me right now. I need your strength right now. Use me like Paul. Use me like Peter. Use me like Barnabas. Use me like John. Use me like Philip. Come on, begin to pray that prayer. Use me, oh God, to do accomplish. Like that girl, that maid servant, she did her part. Lord, just use me. Lord, just use me. I'm here. I submit. I'm here. I surrender. I'm here. I submit myself. Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. I say in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for who you are. You are here this morning and you say, Lord Jesus, I just need you. All eyes closed. I just need you. Help me right now, my unbelief. I've gone astray. Show me mercy and compassion. I want to pray with you. That is more important. It's all about souls. Help me, Lord. Just say, Lord, help me. Lord, say with me, Lord Jesus. I need you right now. In my life. Thank you, Lord. For this moment, oh God. Help me to accomplish my purpose. Help me to accomplish the mission. You have called me to do. Lord, I'm sorry. Well, say, Lord, I am sorry. Have mercy upon me to do your work in Jesus' name. And so shall it be. Can I hear louder? Amen. We are going to take the communion so fast. Father, we thank you for this communion. We release it for everybody. That this communion will strengthen you to go back there and win souls for the kingdom. Maybe I awaken you by the power of the Holy Ghost to do the work of him and finish it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.